Go. That's it. Fuck it. <laughs> and that was, of course, as you always know, the, the Cat Stevens song. <laughs> uh, look what love, what God did to me. Or love did me. He says God in it. We're already. Oh, fuck. I'm already the drunk uncle. There's the thing you check out. No, it still blows my brain away. If you, have, if you don't know what we're talking about, which you most likely don't, check out last week's show. We go deep into a, some investigating work that Holyoke did to find out that Mr. What's his real name? Yusef Islam. Yusef Islam has ripped off our good friend Ryan Holyoke. You might know him as Cat Stevens or more like the Cat, Cat Robert. Cat Stevens. Cat Robert. Yeah. Mm. Stevens. Cat Robert? What is it? It's Cat Robert. Cat Robert. <laughs> uh, Cat, Cat Burglar. Cat Burglar. <laughs> Cat Robert. <laughs> Cat oh, bro- caught broken, breaking in. Entry. I'm trying to remember the difference between burgling and stealing. The burgs. robbing, L- larceny. Oh, the grand larcens. God damn it! Grand, cram <laughs> larcens. Ah! I don't even remember it. Well, at least point. your shit's really loud. Yes. Well, it'll come into play later on. We're it will. Leaving it super loud for one reason, but also, you know what's super loud is the aching in your heart to go see wonderful entertainment live and a chance to win prizes as well. I think it's called Breaking Bingo. Check. We're up to a two thousand dollar cash jackpot there what? at the tap room. You might not know what he's talking about. Well, let me just fill you in. Every night of the week, more or less, there is. Well, I don't think Friday and Saturday, but you can check it out at BreakingBingo.com. What is it? You know, bingo, like. You remember as a kid, but played at a bar, so you have a chance to win some, maybe some drinks, some prizes, some food. And like Gar just said at the end of the night, $2,000 on the line at his bingo at the tap room. Sure What's yours up to? I'm still remaining strong at 2000 every day that it happens. Another person is getting closer to winning. You might check it out at when I do at Tuesday nights at Oshucks, downtown Salt Lake City, starting around the 9.30 time. Check it out, as well as other breaking bingos at Breaking Bingo. Dot com. It's bingo. For free. At a bar. Now, my friend, I was trying to cue something up because I'm just got a wizardry of uh, electronics. I'm sure after last week, people just can't wait to hear what all the horrible, awful bullshit you have queued up to play throughout the episode. Like I always say, the support I receive from my good friend and podcast mate is something I, I couldn't deal with. If I couldn't get his love and support like I do every time we do this podcast... I don't know if I can get through it. It's that kind of warmth and love that he shows me that makes my life worth living and continue to live, and that's why I enjoy him in my life. You say support. I say enabling. Uh, Enabling, I don't know. People hear this, and they get shocked. Why do they get shocked? Because it's so amazing what they're hearing on a this daily better be, basis it's amazing by Aerosmith. Is, uh, no, but I was at a place recently in which our good friend, the Fuck. Our friend the fuck? Uh, our favorite song of all time, Back in the Saddle Again, showed up. This thing is a piece of just why I finally watched uh, Go Get Me Roger Stone. You fu- Okay, I watched maybe the first half. And I half feel like uh, Back in the Saddle Again played a part in that movie. Um, 
probably did. He seems like a freak that would like all sorts of weird shit, including that dumb song, his dumb life. My friend, what am I playing? It's funky, whatever it is. 1980. What we're listening to right now is the one and only one-hit wonder, Amy Holland. And what is her significance? Oh, I don't know. I saw her on stage alongside her husband, Michael McDonald, this Saturday in Wendover, my friend. Oh, my mercy. Oh, my may. She still got the pipes. She sang along. Her husband is very cute. He's like, who's going to say? What happened? I mind, I lost my Michael McDonald. But what this woman to my right is my wife, like right just, next to him. Just co-opt uh, someone else's culture, and then you can do Michael McDonald. And he's talking about Holland because her last name is Holland, and he oh. must have. Made, that's what I think you're making a reference to. I don't think it would be anything else. It was an incredible playing at the Pepper Mill Concert Hall in beautiful Wendover, Nevada. Did you know? Starts at seven, ends at eight thirty, promptly. Nice. Well, he's coming back. Oh, not coming back. He's coming to Salt Lake City in November what? here at the Eccles. Is he really? Well, that changes half the charm of seeing. But the Wendover thing was the experiment. It was the dirty. I shouldn't even say dirty. That's a that's a wonderfully kept concert hall in Wendover. I enjoyed the show. What's it called? Away. The Pepper Mill Concert Hall Plantage. No, but there's so many things. Remember that it was a dick joke that he made. I thought it was very funny. He played "What's Going On," very apt for the days. Totally great job. He's he's synced. I'm telling you, his voice is holding up. He's killing it. He brought out the guitar. Even I think that if you song. have a low voice, you you have a better chance of longevity in your career. Smart. Because low, you can, your voices tend to get lower and lower throughout your career. Uh, high pitched. Yeah, that's the rough stuff. Robert Plant. I don't know if you've been Ooh, listening. Yeah. Hey, Robert Plant. Listen, the guy can do whatever he wants. He's lived. I, I come from the land of the ice and snow. <laughs> Why didn't I start? Low? I've come from a land of the ice and snow. It's me, <laughs> Robert Plant. I'm on a stairway to heaven. <laughs> and then he talks I about fucked a girl with a shark. Oh yeah, we were all remember that. Also, he talks about Lord of the Rings. There was a sax player on stage. It was glorious. He was wearing t-shirt and jeans, just like you would wear. Just a very laid-back, cool dude. So many good solos. If you're a sax player, why the fuck would you dress up to work? Gentlemen. My friend, Michael McDonald's low voice, speaks of something else that we want to talk about here today. Speaking of low, but how about temperature-wise? We have left on. We felt a little temperature drop today. Oh, so did everybody. Talking about impromptu subject. Eclipse. Eclipse. I thought it was even in Salt Lake where we got what ninety two percent. Ninety one, ninety two. Ninety one, ninety two percent of totality 
We are very close to the Idaho position where it happened. Seemed like a total clusterfuck coming back, though. I will say that. I know. Why would you come back today? You just got to wait it out. Another day. Another day, another dollar. Just another day. No, just hang on. Idaho's beautiful. Sit on that Idaho. But here's the thing, my friend. We witnessed together, because you're a sweet boy, and you texted me, hey, do you have any glasses? I did not. I tried on Friday. Fucking Smith also sold out. Try day. Try day. Oof. All the places. The planetarium was gone. I was dying. The planetarium's been overrun by hobos anyways. That's true. These hobos use them to look really cool in their hobo compounds down near the river. <laughs> they're just just—they're not even into it for the science. It's more the style. You know what I mean? It's because they're so used to not being able to see because their eyelids are locked shut with all the heroin in their system. <sighs> That when they're coming out of it, it's shocking to the system to be able to see anything. So they give them the eclipse glasses so they can never see anything ever. I thought you were going to say it so you don't have to see you putting the hair juan in different places or doing the drugs. Filters out what you're seeing around you. They are well past caring about damage to their own body. And as always, we have the daft, sensitive <laughs> The daft? <laughs> that is funny. Daft. Deft. Deft. Very similar words. Hey. Always a little Very off. different. But... The deft tone. Deft tones. Deft tone. The daft tones. Daft tone. That was the British cover band. <laughs> yeah, the fucking daft tones. <laughs> As always, we have the very temperamented. <laughs> Speaking of temp. <laughs> All right, everybody. This has been the podcast. Everyone, <laughs> love you so much. We should always talk about homeless issues. We seem to have every sort of heartbeat on the subject. We do really well with it. A very slow. Heartbeat that's been uh, degraded by years of heroin use. Remember, so one of the things today was looking up when the next uh, solar eclipse would be in our region, noticing that 2045 yep. would go right through Utah. But that means I got to keep my ticker going so I can outlast the ticking clock to see a ticker tape parade of the solar mm. eclipse in our area. I don't think it's in Salt Lake, but it would be just a little bit south of here. Really? I don't know. Maybe I didn't look at the map. I thought it was a little bit more southern Utah, like mid Utah. Well, mid once the, all the oceans dry up, it, it'll be a natural. It'll be a lake. A natural pull towards the <laughs> equator. We'll watch the solar eclipse from uh, Salt Lake City Bay, overlooking the new uh, Ocean Bonneville. That'll be right outside. Very cool. Very hip. That'll be something for us. It'll be something else. I'll tell you what. It's, it's really, going to be something else. It's really interesting to look at a date and see 2045. Be like, I mean, I'll probably. Maybe. Maybe. But that's another get, almost 30 years of me having to try to be around. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Only the good die young. So. Hey, and with you're you. Gonna, you're going to outlast us all. Oh, let's hope my. That's true. The good die young. The shitty last for the next eclipse. My friend, lasting was our attention span during the entire brief moments that that solar eclipse happened. Like you mentioned earlier, that sun goes away and it is incredible. It turns out I'm thinking most of the heat we get comes from the sun because it got cooler when the sun was not coming down on the Speak planet. Speak for yourself. I have a thermal vent underneath my house, and I just cling to it, and that's where I get most of my heat. I don't have to worry about thermal vents because I produce a thermal vent out of my rear side, known as my moon, <laughs> almost on a daily basis. So thermal vent is exactly how I produce it my heat. in my sun from time to time. Ah. That's, a, that's a sex joke. Uh, very funny. I laughed really hard. I'm going to write it down <laughs> so tomorrow I can laugh at it again. Thank you so much for <laughs> telling me that joke. Next time that. someone says any joke to me, I'm just going to be like, 
uh, putting that down in the journal. <laughs> Just, yeah. Always have a little notepad that you write. That is fun. I'm going to write that. Pull up Siri. Reminder, tomorrow, tell me to laugh at that joke. Hey, Siri. And then in front of them, re-say the entire joke. Make sure it's written down in the notepad perfectly. But you know what? In today's mm. cynical era, it's not going to get a big laugh. But if we went back to the 90s Ooh. with that joke and we fed it to the Steve Urkel character. Oh, nice. That would have killed in the 90s. Step by step, day by day. I think you have to go all the way back to a TGIF. Oh, excuse me, all my family. TGIF. All my family. All uh, no, wait. Family matters. Family matters. All in my family. No, there was the other one. Wasn't there the other one with the large, tar- like a uh, lanky dude that was annoying? Step by step. Yeah, you already right. said That's that. That's what I said. Damn it. So all in the family, step by step, <laughs> all in the family, all in the dinosaurs. Dinosaurs in the family. And, and uh, uh, Clarissa explains, explains her witch. Because later on, in the later years when I gave up on TJF, we should do a whole thing on TJF. Clarissa was um, Nickelodeon, oh, but she showed up later I, on TJF. Anyways, we're just going to ramble here about the 90s. What's Hope you've enjoyed it. God damn it. What's her name? Who's Clarissa? Melissa? Joan Hart. Joan Hart. Always and forever. I'll remember when she was on Jay Leno. Mm-hmm. And only one of her aerials became erect. And it was very distracting and weird. <laughs> and you can't fault her for it. She can't control her nips yeah, and, which, and which one gets hard. As a young boy, do you remember seeing the television, seeing the one nip, and going, you can't blame her. That's not her fault. You can't control the nips. <laughs> well, my first impulse so was, why aren't they synchronized? Yeah. Well, so much, she was for, doing so much for intelligent design. Maybe she was signaling someone. Maybe it was like she knew someone, and she can control her nipples, and she was like, two up, I'm having a bad time. Two down, I'm having a not-so-good time. And one up, one down, I'm having a so-so time. Hmm. So I thought you were going to say she was signaling specifically to me. And, well, I, and, I, and, I failed, and I failed to pick up the signals. Like that lady who thought David Letterman was signaling to her in all of his broadcasts. And then she stalked him and tried to murder him and he had to get a restraining order. Is that true? She thought yeah. that was the signal? The old signal thing happened. Well, not his nipples, but she just So thought. David Letterman's nipples <laughs> caused this woman a frenzy. David's nipples are two up, two down to last week. So it must mean I must go eat his face. Good stuff. I love that kind of humor. I'm, now, try, I'm trying to do my David Letterman part. If you don't have, I thought you were mocking what I was saying. Like good stuff. I was like, all right, well, we can move on. I have this joke I written down that you did earlier. I'll say again. I mean, I got some more traction. It's hard without a pencil tapping away. How do you? How do what you, was the phrase? I don't know. I think he ever said. Do you? He said good stuff. Good stuff. How often did they live? In? Good stuff. <laughs> was he British? <laughs> good. Bloody good stuff. That's my David Letterman impression. No, that, uh, actually, in England, they call him David Posterman. Postman. So okay. David Postman. So I go. Okay, let me the, just write down. The, the I'm writing down the format of that joke. So it's David. <laughs> And then I say in England, okay, maybe I should say David. I'll work on that joke later. That's good stuff. I gotta repeat that. That's gonna get some mileage, but it may be. Okay, let's get it together. We are getting it together. In fact, we're getting together our different concepts of how to cool oneself. And you're doing it, my friend. This is the first ever rare. Just gonna hit that play with that for a second. That was such an impulsive, holy thing to do to take out your phone and just playing what was on there. But you're also doing this completely shirtless, which was a decision you made. It's hot. Late into the game. Why is it so hot? Because what brought us to wanting to discuss this is that Holyoke has been a good man while I've been traveling the United States looking for that solar eclipse. Turns out it was today somewhere far away. 
You've been taking care of the apartment. Such a good boy. I love you so much. But you noticed my air conditioner is pretty fucked up. Pretty fucked. We left it going. It's a little bit cooler these days. So you don't hear it as much, but it sounds like a World War II yeah, era. Back, let's play it. Oh. This is what, after, <laughs> after a rainstorm, Ryan Schlegel's uh, window unit Yeah, I was in California, and you sent me this video. <laughs> it's like you said in that right after that it sounds like a world war one biplane trying to say trying to get afloat a flunder and it was because it had rained mm-hmm. and your air conditioner somehow sucked in all this moisture and it's it not very fucked just that's i deal with that i've heard that sound so many times and it's gone it'll work itself oh, out uh it didn't help i left it all winter uh throughout the winter outside it's very old. It's shitty when I moved into this apartment. It was not mine. It's a part of the apartments, but it was almost done when I moved in here. So I'm just kind of letting it. Yeah. That's his death rattle. It's slowly, slowly exiting this universe. But you thought, why don't we look back at the history? Where did these air conditioners come from? How could we be and so I'll lucky? Say, mm. I'll say, I already knew it was kind of weird and hard to wrap my head around. And mm. I'll say, it's still kind of hard to wrap my head around how air conditioning works i feel i'm glad you brought this up because i feel closer than i once did yep. but still there's magic things that happen that only engineers and everybody smarter than me which is not to say that's a lot of people that are smart so i think we should delve deep into this i did a little bit of research though on the historic part i assume you did did you look up when uh, some of the first air conditionings yeah like back in ancient egypt Using evaporative cooling. Yes. Dip those reeds in the Nile and hoist them up into the window and let natural breeze pass by. I love that because I feel maybe it's because we grew up with central air and different forms of swamp cooling and all that, that I am not cognizant of. It wasn't only it was like in my mid 20s when I realized the idea of evaporating causing cooling, even though it happens on your body every time you sweat. So, yeah, there's. That brings us to the point of the two main sources of cooling, evaporative cooling mm-hmm. and whatever the other one's called. It's called uh, uh, that thing I do every time I enter a room and try telling the jokes. Uh, it goes from a hot room to a cool room. You know Ooh. what I'm saying, baby? Trills out a little bit. Or he put on some of that jazz next to him. But nice even still, like somehow uh, we know that evaporation brings cooling, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, that part I didn't delve deep into. You did didn't? you try? I mean, a little bit. I it's did. The molecules are running yeah, it away. Has, it has a thing or two to do. Wait, 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 wait. Let me go on record as someone who knows stuff and say it's going to deal with molecules. Yep. It's going to deal with the natural sciences. Yep. And it's big time due to the man upstairs. Oh, JC, yeah. baby. He started air conditioning in 19. 19- 1924, it sounds like. Sorry it took me so long <laughs> to give you guys air conditioning, but it, at this point, it's the least I could do. Listen, I've been down in these catacombs. It's not going well heat-wise. Not a lot of ventilation, so I invented AC. Hope you enjoy it in South America. And I meant the South of the United States of America, not South America. But they probably enjoy it as well. Go ahead. Ooh. Oh! That is a sign from the Lord. We just proved JC exists through AC. JC AC. Whoa. JC AC. JC DC. JC DC. 
JC did see AC made. I can Macy Gray. Macy Gray. That's what it is. And ladies and gentlemen, that's the Macy Gray podcast. Okay, so history of air conditioning. Oh, wait. Right. Yeah, I was just going to say the couple more instances. Did you read the one about Rome? Where they uh, put the aqueducts? The, yeah, and then they dumped, so you put water. So I see you read the Wikipedia, Wikipedia article page, as well. And it looks like we went in order of said reading. But then the Chinese, not to wait, be we didn't, we didn't. Oh, uh, all it said was that the water went through the walls, and I assume that did shit. So water, wait, uh, that's how air conditioning works. You wait, just wait, put wait, water wait, in your walls. Start over. What's water? So you're too hot in your house? Mm-hmm. Just go on your roof, drill a hole into your walls, ah. pour some water in. Shouldn't be a problem. You're good. I th- so everyone, we are saying on record, <laughs> go drill holes in your wall. And just dip water into that. Kids, don't ask your parents. They'll love yeah. you for it. They're going to buy you many presents if you just do it and don't uh, even ask for permission. Just dump water in your holes. And then when, if, if, uh-huh. if uh-huh. it backfires somehow, just say, the Romans, Romans did, did it. it. And that'll be the new show that we're starting called The Romans <laughs> Did It. Where if we get into trouble, we just blame things on the Romans. Uh, you got lead poisoning? But the Romans did it. No, 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 your why. wife catches you with your male lover. Uh, yeah, stab some sort of person in charge. The Romans Actually, in 2017, what? You're, in 2017, your wife should be pretty supportive of you and your male lover. Agreed. We are moving back towards that fun thing. And as they always say on the right, hey, it looks like Rome. Must be in the falls coming. <laughs> when in Rome. Uh, but Rome did it. Oh, my God. We just reinvented when in Rome. Oh, my God. Damn it. Yeah, we're going to shut down the podcast. Oh, uh, it's, ladies and gentlemen, we're shutting down the podcast for retooling. All right. <laughs> uh, I will say that those are the two examples. You know about the ice? You remember ice? Oh, wait, wait. I'm getting, I've got way more. This is ancient history. Ooh. And then the Chinese with their first fan. Did you read that? Uh-huh. Sure. Sure. You did a great job. Uh, skimming a little bit. Uh, the Rotary Fan 20. It was 20. Jesus Christ. Second century. Saw the number two. Made a guess. The next time is then when shit gets real with Wait, chemi- so you're saying the Chinese invented fans? There's some work done. There's some work done on it. For sure. For okay. sure. They uh, Lots of work. Lots of fans. A lot of ro- rooting. A lot of moving parts. A lot of uh, circular well, motion. There's two kinds of fans. You got the paper fan, mm. and then you got the rotating fan. Or you've got, in the case of the guy who killed John Lennon, a crazy fan. You know oh. what I'm saying? Hello. That's uh, part of the fan class. He cooled that man's blood. Uh, we do all fan related jokes and goofs at the fan prov. That is a class we teach on fan o'clock, which we also just meet five o'clock on Thursdays. Bring a fan, or just the word fan, and we'll make jokes. So, go back to you. Me? I thought you were going ancient. Uh, that's literally it. There's the three examples there. Then I skip ahead to the chemistry is really where we're getting to like some good stuff. No, then icebox next. Well, it goes, okay, but what it we... goes ancient evaporative cooling with reeds. Okay. Then it goes no, no, fans. That's for wind instruments only, my friend. And the then fans. Fans wet, of reeds. You got to wet those reeds. You got to wet them up. And then. Uh, I don't want to get the reeds on this one. We're, getting, we're in the reeds. We're in the reeds on this one. Which Lou, is funny because... Lou Reed, Reed is rolling in his grave. <laughs> it's funny because reeds are weeds in this instance. So we're in the weeds. We're in the reeds. That's going to be on our new, newly launched Holy Schlag children's show <laughs> called Reeds or Weeds. <laughs> How to interchange different 
things because you'll make a lot of mistakes by right Slagle. <laughs> How to pretend your mistake is a, <laughs> a purposeful choice. Uh, it's really the Trump method. That's true. No, I was trying to get too political. Oh, God. Let's ease it back. Uh, so the next step was Let's cool ice. that off of some ice. Yes. You, you'd go up to the northern places and chop off ice. I've got, yeah. I got some for that. Oh, so you do? Yeah, we're all over the place here, baby. I thought ice would hey, come before listen, chemicals. Like the molecules that are free flowing that create, I'm going half on this, maybe heat. Just keep going. Baby riff on me. The idea of the ice man. Do you remember those? I remember watching as a kid old cartoons that would have people going, ice, ice. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, I guess that was a thing because I Turns was out, watching that kind of old cartoons. It was. It was. I have a my uh, my mom rummaged a long time ago an ice box, very cool top part, literally, literally, an ice box, and then the bottom part, not a lot of stuff. Gonna have a hard I time putting literally your literally cool, huh? You said it was cool. What was that? No, I said literally, and cool. I couldn't hear you on that last <laughs> one. But literally cool. still not getting it all. But literally, I just want to say, cool. I think I picked it up a little, but I'm just gonna move on from it. The ice box, you couldn't even fit a whole pack of. 12 pack of beer in there. Very small. Smaller beers back then, though, so that might have helped out a little bit. What else you got on this ice? Yeah, you chop it up, keep it in a cool place. It still blows my mind mm. that they just throw it they down. They didn't the have refrigeration, mm -hmm. but they could somehow get ice yes. and keep it ice for, for a while. For a very long time. Lots of work involved. And think about people making money not like fossil fuels. Don't let me get into that. That was kind one of, of the point. stories one mm. of the guys had come up with the basic premise of. Uh, chemical cooling, mm. and uh, he ran out of funding. Yep, my it, boy. I was going to talk about him. And it John turns out it's the fucking ice baron. Yes, the king, the ice king, Frederick Tudor. He was the guy that John Gorey blamed because he died broke when he almost he was like, the ice king killed me. The air conditioning Wikipedia page was short on facts and substance until yeah. clearly some guy, like probably the ancestor of yeah, Gory was like the ice king. Old, ice, ice king, king fucked it. my grandpa. Old man Tudor killed my grandpappy. Let's just say that I uh, the Wikipedia air conditioning cage, uh, page uh, has some thawing out to do. Oh. You know what I mean? Hello, a little too cold let's put, on that. Let's put that subject on ice. Oh, you didn't, but that's fine. Um, cool your jets. Uh, cool runnings. Oh, was a movie. Uh, ice is cold. Shit. All right, never mind. Ice tea and cube and vanilla ice. All right, so what we got here? <laughs> did you see that quote from Benjamin Franklin? He's like, "Oh by yeah. God!" Like he started working on uh, like something with alcohol. Yeah, it's the chemical cooling. Yeah, and he was like, uh, "By God, what, we're working on the thing that'll create, make it possible for us to freeze a dead body on a warm day." Like, no, it was uh, freeze uh, a man to death. On a warm day. Oh my! I thought it was freeze a dead body. It was no, freeze a. He said, "Kill a man, freeze a man to death on a warm day." And I hope it is by God, King George the Third, who I wish we would kill on a cool day. Maybe that was his plan to kill all Brits, surprise them with a cool attack by freezing them all to death. <laughs> Benjamin, frankly, I find a different way to kill someone. Now, <laughs> my God, this is taking forever. Oh, my God. <laughs> they just shot me and killed me while I sat waiting for them to cool. Then in 1902, Willis 
carrier? What you talking about? What you talking about, Will's carrier? What you talking about? Making water turn into ice in the middle of a hot day? I could put a man in there and kill him that way, says Benjamin Franklin. Different. Uh, and by the way, this guy, Willis Carrier, uh, invented, uh, let's say, the modern air conditioner. Yeah, you might remember him from such air conditioners as Carrier. But I just wanted to say he invented it where? Buffalo, New York. And if there's one place that doesn't need to get colder... It would be Buffalo, New York. But they're going to be in the path of the next uh, total eclipse. Total eclipse of your carrier refrigerator. But it's also probably going to get humid there, so fuck that. Humidity, a big problem. That does play a huge role in how you want to approach cooling. And we're going to get to that in one second. By 1906, you saw that Stuart W. Kramer, which I had this lined up ready to go. Is it the Seinfeld theme? Nope. He was probably like, but what are we going to name this thing? Jerry? And then he was like, and then George Washington's like, I got a name for a refrigerator, but I have no idea what to do with it. And then Elaine comes in and she's like, isn't it weird how my hair was like always one way for a long time and then it switched? (laughs) halfway through and then Newman came in and he goes later on I'm going to lose a bunch of weight and then but I'm going to gain it back again and then Larry David goes I'm going to have a very popular show later on in my life and in 2017 Hackers will release it oh did it already get all released and then Kramer's going to walk in and he's going to go he's going to go I think we should call it air conditioning And that's so. Yeah, I guess I was kind of doing a Seinfeld thing. Uh oh, Garby went to the bathroom. What a time for us to take a break. Well, he's still gone, and we're coming back. What do you think about this air conditioning thing, huh? That's great. We'll we'll take a quick break and we'll be uh, right back. Transition over to the air conditioning school. So Kramer. They're recording. Oh boy, we'll be right back. Question. Adam? It was recording and it's still recording. So we still were recording. It's still recording. Ladies and gentlemen, how does air conditioning work? But here's the deal. So, <laughs> what's the deal with air conditioning? Kramer? Uh, Stuart W. Kramer. So it was the joke. No. I mean, yeah. But, uh... I mean, the people know by this point. There's no reason to keep it a secret. I hope they know! Do you remember watching how this... 
That slap really bass is uh, synthetic. Yes, very hard to re- recreate. But uh, that guy. No, cranked. I mean it wasn't an actual slap bass. It was a keyboard. Yeah. So if you're trying to recreate it on a bass, it would be very difficult because it was done with a. All right. <laughs> anyway, Kramer came up with the kind the term air conditioner, and then Carrier stole it because he loved it so much. <laughs> that is the story of America. Uh huh. The great. Uh, so, uh, inventions being stolen by someone who knows how to market it better. And hence us doing a podcast. All right, my friend. In 1914, the first private home had an air conditioner. Great job for them. And then in 1945, finally, the window unit. Not unlike the one that caused us to talk about this. So talk about you feel like you have a... I wanted you to take a crack at explaining this air conditioning. Well, So you got the evaporative cooling, and that is... Get some dunk your reeds. Dunk your reeds in the Nile. and uh, Sweat a little bit and let yourself cool down with your body's natural cooling. But the way evaporative cooling works still kind of blows my dick off. Uh, uh-uh. it's, it blows the hot air away and leaves the cold. It does. It's because uh, evaporation happens when uh, the molecules in a liquid state, the fastest moving ones, mm-hmm. are able to... Uh, flee out of the system. They've got so much energy, they leave. Uh-huh. Not so, unlike uh, very anxious people in a room where it's very quiet. Totally. So since they're the highest energy particles in the system, uh-huh. they're heating it up. And as they leave it, because they flip out and they bail on the system, uh, the average energy in the system now goes down because the fastest energy one left. I've split the coop, have left... Not like fathers going out to get cigarettes and never return. Exactly. So the system is now cooler. Now, so where, you've, do, you've do they got, go? where do they go? I mean, like if you were looking for one's father, like the father molecule. It's a good question. You? Uh, you're gonna. It's uh, it's crapshoot. They just can go wherever. Cleveland. Maybe Cleveland. Actually, uh, that's how all evaporative cooling works. All of those spare water molecules, <laughs> the, right, hi, the high energy water molecules that leave their systems. All go to Cleveland. Well, uh, that I see. I disagree. I think they have gone to the Bay Area because the Golden State Warriors are doing very good in basketball, so they probably have a lot of the molecules. Hmm. That's science. So yeah, the evaporative cooling works by lowering the average temperature of a system by having the highest energy particles leave it. And I see. I get. I, see, I get confused. Um, but they leave because when a uh, water's heated. The hot ones leave? Why are they leaving? Where it doesn't necessarily have to be heated. There's just always, in any given system, there's going to be particles all moving around. Mm. And only the highest energy ones are capable of leaving the system. See, this is probably why I should have paid attention to chemi- in chemistry class. No, you shouldn't have. It all is bullshit. Even though I can like say the words and they, I, ostensibly they make mm. sense, it still boils down to, Magic. well, I guess so. Yeah, like it's doing it, so let's keep going with it. Now, uh, the other version is what? Humidity, like dealing with... Uh, is that what were you going to say next? What was the next version you were going to discuss? Well, that's... Uh, 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 uh. Oh. Uh, the next one is... Hold on. We'll, uh, we'll be right back. It's just funny that you should say humidity because uh, evaporative cooling only works well up until like the mid-90s of temperature in the Fahrenheit... Uh, because at that point, I think it's there's due a dew to, drop, right? Uh, you reach the point. Dew point. At, you reach the point at which uh, water. Dewey decimal. 
evaporates naturally. And so in a given system, the average temperature. Now we're talking the system of a down. The average temperature is at such a point where. LCD sound system? (laughs) Hi fi system. The water does something now doc it, you're doing a great it, job it can't do it this. no more <laughs> so basically if you have too much water it has to be slightly too dry. hot the water's too hot mm-hmm. it can't evaporate because there's so much water air Listen, already let me just tell you right now to all you fucking professors that are going to be taking this podcast to show all the students in the world how this shit works we want royalty we want money <laughs> we want checks sent okay because i know you're going to be using this one I thought I felt more comfortable talking about evaporative cooling, but now I think I feel better about the other way, ah. which is the chemical thing. Yeah, please explain that. Your average window unit of air conditioning works thusly. Ooh. You have a closed system, a series of tubes, and in those tubes... You like have a, the internet. Like the internet. You have a uh, liquid, uh, one that has a low evaporative point, and so you put that liquid in, and the liquid goes through... It ain't going to be water. It ain't going to be water, is it? Well, I mean, I guess in some way water might work, but no, it's not going to be water. It's going to be ammonia. It was something they used to use. Uh, and then they started using Freon because it was so great. But then it turns out also poisonous the ozone uh, layer. Uh, Freon. Uh, okay, got it. So it's they put the liquid in there. And the liquid... Turns out it wasn't really free because it was... Mm, yeah, the price There's always pay. cost. There ain't no such thing as a free lunch. Oh, ain't no such thing as a free on lunch. So they put the liquid in there, and then it gets condensed with the condenser. It presses it, it smushes it, and it takes this uh, Wait, gap. wait, 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 wait. A condenser smushes? Yeah, it's a scientific term. You take a... And I'm sorry, it's not a liquid at the start. It's a gas. Condenses it's, it's it. It's a gas at first. Mm-hmm. And the gas gets condensed, makes it a liquid. It pressurizes it. Okay. And as it pressurizes it, it increases the pressure and the temperature. Which, And you're saying to yourself, hey, I thought we were trying to lower the temperature. Uh, Gar, what the hell are you talking about? So you push it through all the tubes that make it small and pressurized and hot. Okay, now these are so scientific. Why? Write these down, kids. They go through the tubes that make them small and hot. But the reason why you do this is because then once it is compressed... And uh, are we talking uh, audio files? Or are we talking video files? Then you push it through the uh, thing, the pressure differential, and then once it expands, now this is the one again, you have a solid grasp on, is what you're saying. Yes, once it expands again, uh-huh. uh, it evaporates and <laughs> <laughs> becomes cool. And you run it through a bunch of different tubes at that point. (laughs) And then any scientist will tell you if you go from one series of tubes and then to a different series of tubes. Uh, Am I at a lecture at Harvard? I can't tell the difference. (laughs) It gets colder. And and then it's cold outside. Oh! I'm telling you, it doesn't make any fucking sense. You just why I felt like I was getting walked into this room. Like I'll tell you all about it. Then halfway through, then the cooling tubes go up the north, and you've got upside down evaporation, and you're cold, brother. 
Oh my god. I'm telling you that's how it works. Uh, <laughs> you compress the tubes and then you open up the oh tube. God, we are in the post reality life. <laughs> like Yeah, that's how it no, works. No, this is no, you're exactly right. This is why uh-huh. people can say no climate change doesn't exist. Because science is so advanced it doesn't make any fucking sense. And so it's easier to take your own conclusions about whatever the fuck you want, because it's gonna be easier to understand than some asshole saying, push some shit into some small tubes and then change the pressure and then different tubes will happen and then it'll be cold. Now, oh, now that is now that's a Harvard speech right there at the end. This has been my TED talk. Uh, about how shit complicated tubes do all things and coldingness happens. Temperature tubes, the TED (laughs) talk. Temperature tubes! Can we name a band that? Temperature temperature tubes? tubes. Temperature tubes. Okay, this is an open call to all scientists. Please, in layman's terms. I don't even feel like, does a scientist even have to, someone we know probably could just explain this. Well, there's tubes and there's different tubes. Well, until you have a better example, that will be the national standard of how you explain to people how it all works. Tubes and tubes, temperature tubes. It's like bringing back to the science. This Friday, opening for Michael McDonald at Wendover Concert Hall. Like when George Costanza says, it's all pipes. Yeah. It's all tubes. And that was a great episode of Seinfeld. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the podcast. We're not done yet, buddy. We still got more to go. But basically, all I could understand is that you had to... Uh, it worked in... Yeah, good luck. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> good luck. I was very happy to see uh, the inside diagram of what a window unit like mine and the, that we're hearing now looks like, where you basically have the, you have the heat <clears throat> getting produced <clears throat> and pushed out the back. And then the cool pushed towards me and water there, electricity, air from one point to another, and then back again, outside, inside, circular motion. But let me ask you this. Where are the tubes? (laughs) They're temperature tubes, and they're dancing in unison after Mickey Mouse comes in and in Fantasia style <laughs> makes them all work in a joyous occasion. And that's what's so loud when we're here. It's because Mickey Mouse is inside making them all work. That's what the professional's going to come by and tell us. <laughs> well, your goddamn tubes are too loud. <laughs> Why'd you turn the tubes up Did so loud? Did you wet your reed? <laughs> <laughs> wet your reed? It's the fucking Nile. <laughs> oh, Lord almighty. A couple other things I wanted to go over. I was very excited to look up some things people did before air conditioning and how they did houses and such. The real issue in America, as you guessed it, was the South. Very Mm. unbearable to live down there. Humid, hot, shitty all the time. Yes. No wonder they're so angry. They got the hookworm. Um, One of the ways they would do this is something called a shotgun house. Have you heard of this? Single room. You take a shotgun and you blow your heads out and you don't have to live there anymore. <laughs> no, a shotgun house is where you had a single room because you wanted to just keep it simple. You have two, you have windows, two on one side, two on the other, exactly lined up so you can open those windows. Air shoots right through. Oh. Important also, a that front part facing 
where the sun isn't as much, but also a uh, porch with a uh, uh, with a thing over it. So replace tubes and chemicals with windows, windows and, and porches with <laughs> the thing that comes over. Why am I forgetting? A roof that let comes me, over it. Let <laughs> me sip a mint julep on my porch. I'm on my mint julep here in my shotgun house. The, they then invented because people realized they didn't just want one room anymore. A dog trot, which is basically take a two shotguns, put them next to each other, but then a long breezeway between them covered by the same roof. See, this is just as bullshit as I was talking about. None of this makes any sense. It's that wind going you, through. You just got to have windows, uh, two on each side, and then you're fine. Well, you got the wind. It's got to line up because that breeze got to get through. Yeah, yeah, assuming there's a breeze at all times. There you go, buddy. Guess why they fucking invented AC, motherfucker? Guess why they lost the Civil War? Because their they temperature were tubes were not breeze. working correctly and they sounded like this. The rebel yell was just the sound of uh, wind rustling through their fucking shotgun house. <laughs> they were going to say the, uh, the rebel yell was just their temperature tubes all out of line. Midnight <laughs> <laughs> Owl! He got tubes, tubes, tubes. <laughs> um, in 1891, they invented the barnacle type of house, which is something you've seen a lot where it's two floors. Certain, I'm sure I have. Uh, you got a lot of barnacles of water getting a free ride around uh, in your jungle area. You know mm. what I'm saying? You got to wash that off. Now, here's what I'm going to say. The barnacle is something that used, uh, so it's a, it's like four sides. In the middle of the t- uh, the middle on the roof is the cupola, which is a- The Francis Ford cupola? The Francis Ford cupola! <laughs> uh, where the movie Godfather's playing on repeat, and it's very sad, uh, chills your temperature out. It's very Stuns you. In the top part of this roof is a cupola where it has a vent where it lets all the hot air go out the top. And then basically the same thing as the shotgun, but bigger. Windows that line up, wrap around oh, the porch. Get I get it now. Two windows on each side of any room and then just a chimney. And then you're in cold town. As much as you can be. Porch with a roof over it is very important as well. <laughs> My friend. And a roof porch. Forget. What was going on in the city, though? Lots of shit sucked. Not as cold, not as warm, but still very hot in those buildings. A lot of people would sleep on the roofs if they could. City went... Sleep on the roofs? If you could. The awning was advertised as a major thing in the late 1800s. We got awnings here because they would go over your window, cool significantly. So it's something like... Because there's just no sun blasting it. Exactly. Cools it down a lot. Another thing... I would say it doesn't cool it down. Instead it of Devo, heat from we entry. are Devo. Instead, we are Nevo. The Nevo was sold, my friend. And what is the Nevo? You tell me. Oven spelled backwards. That's right. The reverse oven. Cools your house, doesn't heat it up. All you needed to do was install this 200-pound Nevo. And then what do you need to provide every single day for it to work? A shitload of ice. 200 pounds of ice that you would place in it, and then the fan would just blow through the ice. Uh, as it turned out, what's great. the first, as, as, in, as impractical as that is, it's the first thing you've said that actually makes sense. In my entire life. <laughs> in your entire life. Uh, the Nevo didn't last too long because it kind of sucked, Then they replaced it with this other thing that also sucked and was... They basically had made the first air conditioner that you could put into a, an apartment or a house, but you put the, f- the picture of your window unit, you put the front part that cools 
in the middle of your room that's 200 pounds. Uh, then you have all these cables and everything going out to the thing in the back, which is 400 pounds, which is the hot thing. Then they eventually... And then maybe it'll cool your 600-pound body. And that is something I've been dealing with every day. I got to get these temperature tubes down. Ryan Holyoke, how are your tubes doing, buddy? Larry, warmed up. Wow, we wish the best for you and your family. That little Billy May, the beautiful let's, let's sweet. Let's not bring her into this. That was ten- she does not deserve to be ranked over the coals. She, one day, if you ever listen to this, this was given at Harvard in front of a lecture hall of 3,000 people. This is TEDx Live. Good night, everybody. Okay. I was supposed to be here at 7.30. Singing duo.